Welcome to Led by Life, the podcast. This is a deep dive into the human experience with your hosts, Rafaela and Hannah. We're two manifestors sharing our unique journeys of self-discovery, exploration, and love, and what it means to be led by life. We're eager to share it with you. And so here we are. And so literally this uh, moment right here, Hannah said um, something to me about our, we were setting our intention for the the podcast itself and understanding what the the led by life phrase meant to us and how it came together. And she had a beautiful question. And in the moment I was thinking of, well, maybe we should just start now so that the both, so that everybody sort of has an idea of like why it came together. And here we are. Here we are. Welcome. Welcome. Do you remember your question? <laughs> I think the question, well, I think you shared that the reason we wanted to do this is because we both fell in love with the human design system. Yeah. And then the question that came to me was what about it made you fall in love with human design? And I wanted to ask you that. And then I just thought, let's, let's start now. Let's let's let, let them all know. Share. Yeah. So originally I believe that it was, it came into my life in a moment where I felt very lost and unsure of where I was, what I was doing. And I've always been um, interested in astrology and the chakra system and things like that. So when I heard about semen design, it really resonated like with my body of like, oh, this might be a beautiful tool for how I can start reconnecting literally with, with my physical body and my soul. And then learning about the gene keys in that, it, it got even more uh, deep, so to speak. And then it made me fall in love with it even more. What about you? Well, I found it around a similar time. I was feeling, feeling lost but it was more feeling like just desperate to find my purpose. Like, what am I here to do? What, who am I and what am I here to do? And I've been on what, what I would call a self-discovery journey for quite some time now. And then I came across this system called human design and I kept kind of hearing about it on podcasts and things. And just at one point it, kind of resonated and I thought okay I want to explore this more and so I just randomly out of the blue booked a human design reading and it was probably this time last year like pretty much a whole year ago and everything that the reader shared just made so much sense to me and I just wanted to know more and it just felt like it was the first system because I've explored so many different things not so much astrology but um, parts of the parts of it, parts of the chakra system. Uh, I've done a lot of different work in trying to figure out who I am, and a lot of reflection and meditation and mindfulness and things like that. But yeah, it was the first kind of thing that really felt like it brought everything together for me, and so I just wanted to learn more and more and more. Yeah, and this was also like what brought us together for anybody who doesn't know Hannah and I met through 
a human design circuitry workshop. And so in that process, her and I became beautiful friends and we were like really feeding off of each other's energy and the facilitator of, of that workshop could definitely tell. And that's ultimately kind of like what got us here to create this is we continued our friendship and connecting. And it was because, you know, one day in one of the sessions, I said, I've been thinking about wanting to do my own podcast. And I think it was shortly at the end or shortly after where you sent me a message and you were like, Hey, Rafa, you know, I was thinking, you know, I have a podcast and you were sharing with me like where you are with that and really invited me in to have this experience that I had been talking about. And I think that is a beautiful way to sort of reflect even mm -hmm. the our whole purpose with Led by Life because I didn't... I didn't really do anything, you mm. know, I just kind of showed up to something I was like really interested in, have a lot of fun with. And I met you in that experience, sort of just sharing myself honestly. And you presented, presented me with an opportunity that when I, when I, I believe when I, and I'm I'm laughing because I'm when I when I listened to your message. Remember, for any of you who don't know, Hannah also has a podcast herself, and recently she had me on to to interview, and I was telling her how some story or whatever, and you know my environment in human design is kitchens, and it's really where I can feel really good. I can create, I can process. Um, you know, I don't know all of the intricacies of your environment, but I know that for me, kitchens is one, a place of creativeness. And now that I remember, I had told you a previous story, but I was in my, my mom's kitchen when I when got I your message. That. Yeah, yeah. This, so, for, so you guys know, frame of reference, this is the second time that I've gotten a calling from life while standing in the kitchen. And Rafa, I had a feeling when you were, there were two things happening when we had that conversation in the circuitry workshop that we did with our teacher, who, by the way, was the person that I booked the random reading with at the start of last year. Like I just felt drawn to her. And in that session where you said, where you mentioned that you were wanting to start a podcast I could see her feeling the invitation and I could feel life inviting me because I was noticing in our circuitry when we were together, I was noticing things match up. So we'll probably get into circuitry a bit more later on in the podcast. It's quite, there's a lot to it. Uh, but I was noticing patterns in the way that we work together and how insights and energy just kind of wants to come out when we collaborate, when we come together and the teacher, the facilitator, Nikki, I can just share her name. Um, she, she noticed that we were doing it. And then I felt life inviting me. And that's why 
And it's not really something I would normally do just out of the blue, say to someone, hey, let's start a podcast. But I just, it was really being led by life. I was really feeling that call from life and that invitation to start something, to initiate something. So should we talk a little bit about our energy type, perhaps? Yeah. What do you think? Um, Well, for everyone, we are, we both have an ego manifestor energy type in human design. So our authorities are both ego authorities and our energy types were both manifestors. And that's also when we were in, again, like Hannah was saying, another pattern that was sort of showing up for us, um, kind of like a layout for myself. I have only three defined centers an Ajna center, defined throat center, and a heart center. And like I shared, my environment is kitchens. What else do I feel is something I can share right now about it? Um, and I have two, two channels. I have two energy places where one gate, the gift, one side meets the other. And we can get into the specifics of that. What about yours? Yeah, I have the ego, the heart center defined as well. That's my authority. So how I make my decisions and really how I feel led through life. Um, And then I have my identity center defined. So that is the seat of the soul, like really where I think it's the center of love and direction. And then that connects to my throat. So that's what makes me an ego manifesto. It goes from my heart into my identity, my G center, and then connects up to the throat. And so I have this kind of really unique process of initiation where I need to go through my own journey before I can share that externally with the rest of the world and and have it really have that kind of manifesto impact because that's what manifestors are really here to do is to have an impact and to initiate to start new things and to create new ways of of being and new ways of doing that's my understanding so far and also to be the embodiment of peace I think to to embody peace um so then I also have a defined Ajna and crown. So my two head centers are defined, but there is a split. So this is, again, something that was becoming clear when Rafa and I were connecting is that the energy was, the circuitry was helping to make that connection between my two head centers and the throat because I I don't have a really consistent way of getting my insights and ideas out, expressing them because of that that split. So that's kind of part of the main things that I have explored so far in my journey with human design and also my incarnation cross I feel really connected with and that's where maybe we, I don't know if we're getting too detailed at this point. No, I was actually just thinking like, it reminded me, my eyes got wide. I could see it like in the <laughs> bottom part of my video that I think that's a beautiful place to go next. Yeah. The incarnation so tell them. Mm-hmm. 
So my incarnation cross is a vessel of love and it's all centered in my identity center. So what makes up our incarnation cross is the is four different gates, so four different energy expressions, I suppose. And they all center in the the G center or the center for love and direction. And so for me it's been yeah, it's been really beautiful coming to learn that because it just has reminded me and going back to what I was saying earlier about just wanting so deeply to know my purpose, I've come to realize that this embodiment of love is such a big part of what I'm here to do and who I'm here to be and just bringing this loving energy to everything that I do. So that's been, yeah, it's been really beautiful to discover that. What about you? So mine is um, the right angle cross of consciousness. And mine's, um, my four gates are a little spread out, but I do have two of them, which are in the head center. And I would say that I feel as if mine's a little bit more intangible at times. You know, I know we've had some discussions of how it falls into our life. And I think that the beautiful thing is that mind feels really supported by your presence Mm -hmm. and I and I don't know you know all of the reasons as to why I just know that well it's interesting and I don't know if how 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 this is but when Hannah and I talk we'll get into some like of the different energies as we go on with the gene keys and exploring the 64 ways. And as we mentioned before, with our defined centers, you know, you have a defined crown and you have a defined identity center. And both of those for me are undefined. And so in a way, I sort of feel like you fit a puzzle piece in certain places and really allow myself to, to honor and love my own consciousness in itself. You know, I, I, for all of those of you who haven't, um, aren't familiar with our backgrounds, Hannah is a content creator and she also leads meditation groups and facilitates, you know, teachings around mindfulness. And I am a licensed therapist and a well-being practitioner. And I've done a lot of self-discovery and trying to work with who I am and understand life in all these ways. And what I recognize is that when I'm in the presence of others and like Hannah with you, that I get to sort of just really like love it more of the way I think and how I sort of come across concepts of life and, you know, the consciousness, I don't know, be a little bit more intimate with my own awareness of things. So Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm sure there's so much more to explore there, but one of the things that you were saying is how we exchange our energy when we're together. And that I I feel is a lot of what's going to support our, our sharings with one another and our sharings with everybody who's here to listen in. Mm. 
And I feel like that's a big part of human design and the gene keys is that recognition that everyone is always exchanging energy. Energy isn't something we can necessarily see, but you can, you can in a way, because you can feel it and you can see, you know, if someone walks in, in a room and their energy is off, you can, you can sense it, you can tell. So this is just, I suppose, a way of us exploring all of those different energies, the different, the 64 ways and, and the recognition that whoever we're in contact with, we're always going to be exchanging energy. And so, yeah, I just think it's, I think it's great that we're coming together in this way to be able to exchange our own energy and then whoever's listening to this or whoever's on their own journeys will start to notice those those energetics and notice how life is always presenting us with opportunities to learn more about ourselves and then to, as we learn about it, be able to express that even more. And that's probably been one of the greatest gifts that this work, this system has given me is just the permission to be myself really because mm-hmm. it's helped me to understand that these these parts are just inherent in me and then we'll talk more about the shadow and the gift and all the different frequencies of that energy but it's really just helped me to be so much more aware just to be so much more conscious and aware of who I am so that I can then fully express myself and show up as myself which I think is what we're all here to here to do what do you think yeah when I when I think of like part of what also you know what we're here to do is find avenues where we're having fun and yeah it's like this for you and I is fun you know as as you were sharing you know about the shadow and the gift and you know those are terms for expressing the energies that come through the the body graph and also just life in general like whether you're into human design or not the energies and the frequencies we'll be talking about are just part of life experiences and so I feel as if this is going to be really fun for us because we like this and we enjoy this Mm -hmm. and shouldn't that is probably like another reason is like why we're here is to really have enjoyment and Mm. I'm like getting excited just thinking about like the exploration of how different things show up in our lives in your life and how it relates to the collective and you know what we're seeing and experiencing and coming together to do it because I don't know about for you but for myself I don't necessarily feel for a while that I've had a place to 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 go like sort of a sense of community or or people who I can you know like nerd out with about this stuff and here we are life has put us together and I'm so appreciative of it and I think it's going to be so much fun Mm. me too yeah yeah I think joy is joy is a big part of why we're here and I think there's joy in being ourselves and exploring there's joy in the journey this is really 
something I've come to realize is that there is no destination. We're not, we don't just get to some kind of place where we fully know ourselves or we don't get to some place of mastery. I don't think where we're just, where it's done. <laughs> it's, it's a journey. It's all, it's all about a journey and it's, can we find joy in the journey? Can we, can we be with the journey through all the ups and downs and can we also be open to to what life is presenting us and I think that's what we're here to kind of explore together and you said something as well about how you didn't really feel like you had a place to explore these things and to really go deep into these kind of conversations and that is something that I was experiencing as well is a lot of loneliness and sadness really that I didn't have friendships or I didn't have connections where I could really explore these things and go deep into them I felt like I tried I tried with some friends to talk about it and it's like a lot of my energy is projected so I probably come across to people as just trying to tell them what to do and <laughs> giving or you just get like blank looks like um like I like I don't understand what do you yeah what, you what does this even mean it's, I feel yeah. like the few people that I sort of share this with um there there's some people who like really know me and they're can they can see my excitement and my passion about it and they want to know more or you know really um sort of give me the space to be and then the others while maybe they're not not giving me the space to be um they sort of like I don't really understand what you're what you're saying or you know sharing and you know I mean it's if it's for you to hear it's for you to hear if you like it you like it if you engage you engage and um I think that's like just awesome about you and I is we have Mm -hmm. created a space to where like we can explore and talk and sort of go into the depths of of life you know what it means to be human and so I I'm wondering um you know with the start of a new year and this Mm -hmm. being our first episode what is something what is something that you're really enjoying right now I'm really enjoying, I've enjoyed this time of reflection, the end of a year and the start of a new year is always a big time of reflection for me. And I've been really enjoying slowing down and having time for the things that I I love to do, like journaling and just being, moving slowly, meditation, things that I know are good for me, things that I know support me and really help me to be the truest expression of myself. Um, I've been really enjoying having a bit more space to do that because I gave myself a bit of a break. But I've also been feeling this joy in learning and Mm. And that's where I'm just so eager. I, you know, I really feel eager to get into learning more. And 
So what do you, what about for you? What, what have you been? Well, if, I don't know if it's come up on the screen, but I got a tattoo. I was wondering if that was me. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I hadn't seen that before. <laughs> it is. So I don't have any tattoos, none. And then I got this one on New Year's Eve. It's a chili pepper. Wow. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So and I'm like getting, I'm still like getting used to it because it's a little chilly and I've been wearing like long sleeves and uh so I'm like and I'm enjoying and really embracing like the unknown like the unfamiliar what's like getting me like sort of uncomfortable but I'm getting excited about it in a way like even with today I've or I've never done a podcast before in my life. Um, and that's new. And then I got this tattoo and I'm like, well, that feels really new too. And I couldn't wear my 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 uh, workout watch on this arm today. And so I wore it on my left and I was so off balance. It was mm-hmm. so funny. It was so odd. And the whole time I'm like, I put it on and I'm working out today. I was thinking to myself about how I would run uh, groups, psychotherapy groups. And I would sometimes like encourage the people because it was an inpatient facility. So we got to get creative with sort of different activities and things we can do to challenge ourselves or, you know, meet meet ourselves in different ways. And I would tell people to like, do something that's different, like, you know, if you wear your watch on one hand, wear it on the other hand and just notice how that feels for you that day. And I've never done that before until today. And so all day I was like thinking, you know, about how it's nice to sort of come into these moments where you get to like experience new parts of yourself. I never thought that I would really get a tattoo. And I've I've always wanted a whole left sleeve. And I used to say, I'm in another lifetime then I had a conversation with someone and they were like why and I'm like this is a good point like why so it was so like spontaneous had no idea that I was gonna wake up that day and actually go get a tattoo and here I am and I really like it I love it I love it (laughs) so so I'm I'm excited for like you know, the unknown, the things that are, can spontaneously just show up. Mm. And I think that's what, like, why we're here really Mm -hmm. having this conversation is because there's, humans don't like, and you probably see this a lot, sorry, there's a lot of noisy Australian birds (laughs) (laughs) out the window. You probably see this a lot in your work is, humans are afraid of the unknown and the mind the mind doesn't like to not know what's going to happen we like certainty we like knowing things and the spontaneity of birds in our video (laughs) (laughs) but I think that there's I think that it's exciting the unknown Yes, there's fear. Yes, that's where we meet our edges. That's where we come up against the fears. But that's also where 
life is showing us where it wants wants us to go and that's what we're really here to kind of explore is this idea of letting life show us what it wants us to do what we're here to do and who we're here to be don't you think yeah well it reminds me to what you were saying about the seed of the soul Mm. And I think that that's been one of the things when working with human design that has almost in a way liberated me. And by all means, like I still have moments where I'm like trying to like figure out my own way to everything and understand it all. And when I take a step back and I get to meet, you know, these ways of being, their reminders of like, hold on, like I can take my hands off the wheel and I can really allow my soul to lead and in whichever way that goes. Um, Like sometimes I I don't know for you, but going to bed, sometimes for me, I get really excited. I mean, who knows? Like I might not wake up in the best mood the next day, but sometimes I'll go to bed and I'll just be like, well, one, I love sleeping, but then I get excited to see like what can unfold the next Mm. day, like what will come into my awareness, my experience that will, you know, yeah, like, like make me feel good or be exciting or just can meet with some curiosity or, you know, something interesting. I don't know, but Mm. um, that's what I sort of think of now is allowing allowing life not just allowing it to happen like without you having any control or direction into where you're going or what you're doing right Mm -hmm. but not being not like gripping your steering wheel so hard that you're really not going anywhere (laughs) you're just kind of there yeah and um that's been really liberating for me in learning about human design specifically yeah letting go of attachment of how we think things have to be yeah because it's beautiful to want to have things and I think you know this is something we can talk to more as ego manifestors specifically about having desires and and wants out of life think that's a beautiful thing that's part of being human but when we're so attached to it being a certain way we lose the opportunity for it to be even better than we could imagine and that's something that I really learned last year like really learned in 2022 was that I cannot we cannot know what's going to happen we cannot know what's in store for us and it was really the first year where I just kind of did let go of control in a sense and it didn't mean that I didn't still have things manifest or I didn't still have you know amazing new opportunities come to me like this but it really was just a experiment with letting go of some of that attachment to how I think things should look because the year just did not go at all how I had planned, but it was probably one of my favorite years yet. And one of the most transformative years for me, where I really felt like I learned so much more about myself and 
really just started to embody so much more of my true my true self yeah Yeah. you know you reminded me of how also one of the things that I fell in love with when I first started hearing about human design was the process of the deconditioning Mm. and how crucial it, it, it actually is to to the process itself like Mm -hmm. there are so many um intricacies of human design and learning about the gene keys but one of them I also believe is what you talk about like you know things don't have to be the way that you originally thought they were Mm -hmm. or that you think they are Mm -hmm. and I feel as if that's again I this word liberation sort of keeps coming up for me is because when I learned about that you know, in all of the teachings that I have learned through school of human development and psychology and, you know, um, different types of evidence-based practices to help with certain manifestations of, of mental or emotional dysfunction. There were, there's pockets and areas where you sit there and you question, you know, like, where did this come from? Or why is it this way for me? Um, to have an understanding more for yourself but not until human design did I sort of have a different and deeper understanding of what it really means to decondition some things and you know that process for me was sort of intense you know it, it wasn't just oh like I don't I don't believe that anymore no it was like repeatedly being met with experiences in life where knowing that one way for me, my way Mm. feels so much better, but isn't always like comfortable or easy to go that way either. And so, um, you know, I, I say that because a lot of, I think that the tools and the systems of what we're going to speak about in some way we've we're challenging how we originally maybe anticipated it being like mm-hmm. or you know thinking of it or feeling it differently than we thought we would mm. yeah I'm even just thinking about what happened before we got on this call together I was having some tech issues and I was getting really angry, which is our signature. No, it's our not self as manifestors, this this emotion, this anger. And that's kind of a sign for when there's perhaps resistance. And I, in that moment, I was just so attached to, you know, I had this idea, I'm going to turn my computer on, it's going to work and everything's going to be okay. And it just didn't happen like that. And so I kept saying, why, why is this happening? And I know now that it's not, why is this happening? It's like, what is this showing me? What is this presenting me that I can learn? What, what can I learn here? And I I don't actually know right now, perhaps it is letting go of attachment. Perhaps it is, um, perhaps it's addressing some of that, that real control that sense of control that I like to have. And perhaps it is life showing me 
you need to let go of some of the control and we're just going to give you this issue with your computer as a way to to face it so that's another thing I think that we kind of touched on these shadowy aspects that come up but I think they really are what what is showing us you know how we can decondition how we can let go of some of the things that we've perhaps picked up along the way that aren't really us mm-hmm. well because I was I'm wondering like and I don't know how it went for you in the 20 minutes that you were you know probably about <laughs> to throw your computer or something uh, and what came up for me was you know, I, it left my mind, to be honest with you. <laughs> totally had it. I saw it as as you were sharing it. And now it's gone. That'll happen it's from time right. to time. I guarantee you. And maybe it'll come back. That's but all right. Yeah. If it does, it does. So. Uh, yeah. It's funny that anger was just so strong for me. And I'm a pretty, generally speaking, I'm pretty cool calm collected most of the time but it's so I think maybe that's why it comes up is like as such a stark difference to my natural state of just being pretty you know at at ease that's a big part of my uh my incarnation cross is is being at ease in the world and so when it comes up it's almost showing me in such a strong way that like there's something to look at here and I think that's something that we're going to find as we go along this journey together is that things will just present themselves in the perfect timing that they need to think things will come up as we need to explore them and when we're ready to as well. Yeah. yeah. It's like you can pick almost any moment of any day with an open mind and curiosity because that's what I was thinking I was like you know she's having this moment right before opening her computer and then she's like met with this anger and and I'm and I'm sort of thinking to myself of like how has it most recently shown up for me and it's I don't know I've also learned it like it can be anger, but it can be like irritability or annoyance. And mm. I was having an interaction with my partner this morning and, and, you know, ultimately it was it's really like he shared with me, he goes, it's not going to change the course of our life, what I'm sharing with you. And, but I get, I get so, um, like, I don't know, my, my thoughts can start to sort of spiral real fast. And one thing that I've, I've recognized is that it's, it can go a couple ways, but with human design, I've also recognized, like for me, having rituals and patterns is really healthy, which is actually part of my incarnation cross. Mm. Um, and 
you know, I didn't necessarily always know this, but today I met myself in a totally new way where something's like just coming in to disrupt my energy. And I probably could have responded differently, honestly. And I can also recognize that I, while I might not be the sole controller of life, I do have, you know, the tools to guide this physical body, this vehicle. And one of them being that I really like silence in the morning. Like I really, I'm not, not a morning person. I love mornings, but I quite honestly, I don't really want anything to like come into my, in my aura. Like mm. I, I kind of want to do my, my meditations and my journaling and just like, I need to like get grounded a little bit and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just so interesting because they're all just different ways of meeting yourself. And so I'm like, as you're thinking, I'm thinking of you with the computer. I'm thinking about <laughs> myself today with really ultimately for both of us on the other end, like it sounds like it turned out totally fine. Yeah. Like here, here we are. Right. And yeah. something that I've learned through the human design is when you're interacting with somebody, you know, if two people have the emotional solar plexus, undefined that it can be really beneficial for them to sort of process that emotion or whatever is arising for them in that moment and mm. I've practiced that a lot with mm. um with my partner and he and I can see it and so then today I was like hold on you know what I'm so appreciative that we can like you know have that little fuss or whatever it is that it was but for us, it's really helpful to like engage with it. So back to what you were saying of like, then knowing how your energy exchanging with other people, it's for us, that feels really great. And, you know, maybe not in the moment, but afterwards it's like, Ooh, okay, we can keep going. So is he open emotional as well? Yeah, his, his body graph is actually like the centers are the same. So he has the same uh -huh. undefined and the same defined ones as well. So sometimes oh, so it's different channels. Mm -hmm. Sometimes mm -hmm. interacting with him, I'm like, I feel like I'm meeting myself, which is so interesting because I, I do believe that human beings can be mirrors for one another. I do feel like a, a part of us is a mirror for others all yeah. the time. And it's so true for, for me within the context of this relationship. Um, you know, I meet certain frequencies of myself in shadow gift and city maybe prayer I don't know but you know for the most part of the shadow and the gift I can I feel like I certainly um have it reflected back to me sometimes mm. so yeah um that was just like my tidbit about exchanging energies with other people yeah and I just quickly wanted to mentioned something that it brought up for me as well that I'm just remembering is this interruption like pattern in, you know feeling like interrupted mm -hmm. and disrupted and that bringing about this feeling of frustration or uh, anger and it happens for me all the time and 
I've noticed it. And I think a big part of it is also my hermit energy. So I'm, my profile is the two five and Raphael, you're the two four profile. So we both have this hermit energy, which is the second line. And it really doesn't like being disrupted. <laughs> I've yeah. come to find and I think also manifestors don't like to be disrupted or to be told what to do or to be, you know, have anyone kind of get in their way. That's why we have this closed aura. And I've really started to notice it in my life, even just like I'll be listening to a podcast and I, I love to clean the apartment and put a podcast on and I just kind of pot around. And if my partner says something to me and he's also a manifester and the same thing happens to him like (laughs) either of us interrupt each other and we're listening to a podcast or we're in the zone it's like oh do you have to like what is it kind of thing this this frustration this anger comes up and it's just allowed me to have so much more compassion for myself when that happens because I'm like this is why it's like the the understanding of that part of my human design chart or this the understanding of that aspect of who I am has just helped me to have so much more compassion to be like okay this is why that's happening I don't necessarily have to you know I can choose my reaction I can be really present and I can notice that it's happening I can feel it feel the emotion as it's coming up but I don't have to act on it all the time so I just wanted to share that because I think that's Mm. that's interesting (laughs) um but perhaps we'll just share a little bit about what we're planning for this podcast so we thought that it might be nice to go through a bit of a journey of the gene keys the 64 gates of the human design system and the gene key different energy expressions that each gate or gene key has and so in our next episode we're going to be diving into the first gene key we're just going to do it in order uh, from 1 to 64 so that's what you can expect next episode and thank you everyone for joining us today thank you Raphael it's been such a joy it's been really fun I haven't stopped smiling the whole time yeah (laughs) right (laughs) oh how beautiful yes we are I am like really excited to see how it all unfolds and we'll be coming back with the first gene key yeah so thanks for tuning in thank you for listening to the led by life the podcast and we'll see you soon yeah take care take care bye